What are you doing? Oh, God. <laughs> JK. Three what? <laughs> Three. You put that before the music. Hello, everybody. This is Two Beers Deep, where we are Two Beers Deep, a podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I am Brian. I'm Brendan. And I'm Vargas. And that was pretty solid. I mean, that was a good intro. Better than it was the first good. one. That's good. We'll, we'll copy and paste that at the beginning of every episode now. <laughs> so today, uh, what we're drinking... Yeah, let's talk about that, because yeah. you've been making a big deal out about I it. I didn't make a big deal out of it. Uh, you've been repeatedly well, talking about we're it. We're going to make a big deal. Because that was It's about to be a big deal. So here's the thing. Burr Oak, this stout heart, right? Sure. That's what it's called? The stout heart? Yeah, okay. it's, it's a metal-ass I love the art on, on it. Yes, I like exactly. the trend. Yeah. The, the, the trend. 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 Yeah. Yes. Trend. Tree, if you're referencing our Lord and Savior Tolkien. Uh, yeah. So I, I wanted this. I went to the store. I saw it. I wanted, I had to try it first. Uh, they're from Columbia, Missouri. Sure. Burr Oak Brewing, I think. Um, so I had three. Good. It was really good. I was like, well, we can't just have one beer during the podcast. So I went back to the store to get another six pack. Oh, and they, they were sold they out. They were gone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I grabbed this one, which is also from Columbia, Missouri. And it's literally is, called option number two. This is, yeah. <laughs> there. See? Now you know why it's hilarious. I just turned the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so oh it's Rockbridge Brewing, which is also in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, option two. This is nine. That now these are tall boys. These are sixteen ounce beers. These are this is nine point two percent or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but originally for this show, I wanted the Bur Oak. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. talk about that one. It's it's a stout. Brian got it, so it's a stout. <laughs> yeah, big. I mean, I think uh, not not a fan. You guys? No, aren't? I no, like it's fine. I it's, enjoy stouts. It's just it's we just could we could peg buy you. Beer. We can just. They say the choice of beer says a lot about a man. Yeah, and you're a stout and, man. And you are you very dark. And mm, that's better. Bitter. <laughs> bitter. Dark and bitter. And bitter. Dark and bitter. Yeah. No, for the usual, it tastes like a stout beer. Yeah. I haven't actually tried the option two yet. <laughs> I'm going to dive into that oh, real quick. So that's going to be a surprise. No, no. I I, get, I mean, I like stout beers, but yeah. I, I don't know why I said it's but. It's fine. It's fine. Wow. It's for a, 9.2%, the big end goes down <laughs> smooth. The big end. <laughs> Option two. <laughs> Option two. Goes real smooth. No, okay. Burks. Bur- I Burks, can't even say it. I mean, I've had Burks, beer. I haven't yeah, eaten. we're two beers deep. Yeah, no, this is, this is, it's good. It's fine. I like that it's 7.6% alcohol. Yeah, just wait till you hit 9.2, bro. Uh, now, Vargas, what's new, man? I haven't talked to you. You're the one I've talked to the oh, least of. I, okay. <laughs> so if you guys were going to jump into what's new, I was going to interrupt you and say, nope, me first, because, <laughs> because. <laughs> Holy shit, you guys! Silicon Valley. Have you watched Silicon Valley I, I on HBO? Seen, yes, I've seen the oh, first few sure. seasons. Yeah, I have not seen any of like last season or this newer season. I, I watched all four seasons. There are only ten episodes in a season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched all four seasons between the last episode and this. Episode. Jeez, show. it's so good. <laughs> the only one, the only like thing I can remember from that show is like the dick jerking <laughs> the off. The dick jerking. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah, one. It, yeah, the whole. Series well, for people like who that. may not know what it is, what so is it? It's it's a. I would call it – it's something between like a workplace comedy and a sitcom. Okay. Um, about five guys who start a tech startup mm-hmm. in Silicon Valley. So the the cool part about it is it, it seems that it's – obviously, I don't know anything about a startup company or Silicon Valley. But it seems 
that, that there are comedy situations based on stuff that could happen yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, everything I've seen in the show seems like, oh, yeah, that could be plausible. I could see that happening. You know, <laughs> like they, they start a company and then it fails and then it comes back and then it fails and then yeah. that whole thing. So, it, but it's very, very funny. Like it's, it's, it's laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. TJ Miller, I think that's, yep. this is probably where he got his. It was his Deadpool audition. I mean, it was his audition as Weasel. Um, and then the kid from the Verizon commercials. Yeah, because he didn't he leave the show? Did I read that? T.J. Miller did. T.J. Miller left yeah. the show. Well, I, think, of, I think the Verizon kid is, too. I think, yeah. He's, he's pl- the star of the show. I think I, he's planning on leaving. Like, know, seriously. Yeah, mm-hmm, that's what I think I was reading, yeah. Mm. But Kamal, Kamal Neon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I cough while saying that. That's yep. why it sounds so weird. Um, no, he, super funny show. Yeah. I, I think... Man, that's have you, Brian? Have you watched it? Yeah, I've I've seen episodes. I oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. If if I would recommend it to anyone who really likes The Office or anyone who is, oh, yeah. who is both who's nerdy. Yeah, it's like, like a, a less awkward, more crude version of The Office, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that basically sums it up much. really well. Yeah, pretty much. Hundred percent. Brendan, you're next. I think. Uh, same kind of vein. Can't do the same show. Oh, actually, the same exact show. No, Silicon Valley. Silicon yes. Valley, actually. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, heard of Vargas, it. Vargas uh, uh, stole it from me. No, it's a show on Netflix called Nailed It. It's a baking... Ooh, Elise is going to have a field day with it, that one. Yeah, it's... Uh, well, I made sure not For to... Everyone, I made sure to say it nailed. Not nailed it. Nailed. Yeah. Or... What, I, Brennan I, has an accent. We've gone into it. <laughs> I don't have a before, goddamn accent. But <laughs> he says nailed it a lot. I yeah, I say it like gel. But you, gel. Gel. Sure. Gel, like, you know, gel. Like hair gel. Are you trying to say prison? Okay, let's stop it. Um, anyway, so <laughs> nailed it is a show where they take three bakers who aren't good at baking at all and make them make these very intricate, like, cakes and desserts and things I, like that. It okay. is fucking hilarious (laughs) one because uh the judges and stuff like that just watch the entire time and they're just like what are they doing why are they doing this way that guy didn't put eggs in his bake like what what is happening like he's just making like this fucking shit and then so it's like the first episode of worst cooks in america mm -hmm, every episode (laughs) every episode and there's a couple of like could could be on that show yeah And, and so it's a competition so they they bring the three people on and i'm i'm like halfway through it basically but they they make they bring them out. There's two rounds in an episode, and they make them make something kind of smaller. And then the person who wins that is like the person person to watch for. Like uh, they get an extra like an advantage. Or yeah, they get like, like an extra like help in the second round because there's like if help. They win. Yeah, that the first round. The, yeah, if they win the first you, round, that doesn't. You'd think that the person in last would need the most help. Yes, they need it, but they're not going to get it. I they think actually, watch I think actually, you're. <laughs> <laughs> to burn. That's the American way. Watch yeah. the worst person fail harder. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, then the second round is something, like, just super ridiculous. Like, one, the last episode that I just watched, they had to make this uh, Jaws cake. Basically, it was, like, a, a shark coming out of the ocean, like, biting a surfer. And it's, like, this two-foot-tall, like, cake. I'm so interested in how they're taking like people who can't make a. Oh, that's what I'm. That's, that's what I'm. That's the making- funny. But that's the funny part because whenever they present their shit, they uh, they bring it out, they turn it around, and then they like unveil it, and they're like nailed it, <laughs> and like the judges laugh in their faces because of how bad it is. Some people kind of like get close, and you're like, oh yeah, sure. Like someone could have understood what that is. Other people, it's like, oh my gosh, not even close. So it's it's a very funny show on Netflix that I would recommend everyone watch. Quick quick pitch to any Hollywood execs. <laughs> I think the three of us could make a really good how the fuck do they make it cooking show. 
where it's just three dudes that don't know how to cook trying sure, to cook. Sure. And then you look, <laughs> at, yeah, you get it. Sure. Yeah, great. I just want to really hang out with you guys I, more. I, I think, <laughs> what are you guys doing? What are you guys up to? I think the, the, the structure of that show would be more like, what do we have? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Well, I haven't gone grocery shopping in three weeks. Let's um, see what we've got. Let's yeah. see. And what's the make, recipe? Oh, shit. It's, it's catered to college kids. <laughs> right. Open the fridge. What can we make out of pickles, mayonnaise, <laughs> and beer? Literally nothing. Well, I, I guess I have drink food here. <laughs> I have food adjacent items. I've got spices <laughs> and mustard. <laughs> yeah. A lot of condiments. Yeah, we're really great there, guys. Oh, man. Brad Guy, what about you? I uh, just watched. I guess we're going to do three shows on this. Yeah, that's fine. We can do whatever I we want. Just it's started. our it, it's our show. <laughs> I started it. You bet. I uh, J- Ricky Gervais just came out with a new oh, yeah. comedy special. I saw on you Netflix tweet about that because mm-hmm. it's fucking hysterical. <laughs> What's it called? Like, like humanity or something yes, like that? It's humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Ricky Gervais. So if you're not familiar with him, he's very offensive, uh, but he doesn't give a shit. And oh like, yeah, that's sure. Part of his whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's he's very poignant as well. Um, and there's this one bit where he talks about like offending people. He's like, I can be worse. Like when I write jokes, I scale them down from what they were. And then he gives examples of what he wrote and he says these jokes, but the punchline is, but I would never say that in a public forum in front of anyone. And he does it like three fucking times. It's, it's great. So yeah, that sounds really yeah, good. If you like offensive British humor, check it out. It's oh, hundred percent. It's very yeah. funny. I think it's only an hour and like 10 minutes. And that's, that's Netflix exclusive, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was on Netflix. I like how Netflix is doing that with like comedians and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. That's how they got their start doing original content. And I think that was definitely the way to go. Yeah. Because where, I mean, think about it. If you don't have HBO, which is where all the comedy specials used to be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where did they release comedy specials between Netflix and HBO? DVD. Well, like yeah, straight to right, DVD mm-hmm, shit. Right. So th- and then you see was... clips of it on YouTube. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it was brilliant yeah. for Netflix to be like, let's produce these oh, yeah. things. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that brings us to something I'm very stoked about. He, I haven't talked. Have you talked to him at all about this, Vargas? Talk to who? Uh, who? Oh, shit. who are we talking to? Um, Br- Bra- the dog? The Brandon? dog over here? No, she's fine. Brandon? No, yep. no, we have not communicated. I, I haven't either. I wanted to text you like two days ago. <laughs> yeah. like, so, so what do you think? I the one thing I got from him was I'm listening to or I just watched Reynolds Circus last night. That was it. Yes. Yeah, because I I didn't want to. I, I mean, because I did obviously didn't want to give anything away, and that's what we had talked about. Like, I really want to fucking talk about this. You know? Okay, yeah. okay. So just jump in. It was between. Reynolds. You want you wanted to recap? Yeah, to recap. To recap. Yeah, last week I wanted a or last week. A uh, last podcast. Hey, it could be. It could be last week. <laughs> Who knows when they listen? <laughs> That's very true. I wanted a concept album, so Vargas gave me uh, Retinal Circus by Devin Townsend, and which, Bri- which is a concept album about his career as a musician. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just kind of. I mean, there's a story, but, yeah. but yeah. 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 And then Brian gave me uh, Ghost Reveries by Opeth. Now um, let's let let Vargas and I jump in real quick with a hope that we had that you. Will just and and I told you Vargas that he's I think he did do this because he's Brendan and he's he gets it he knows how to does he how to oh <laughs> oh yeah what we do talked I, about yeah, yeah yeah he he knows how to dissect things Vargas was a little bit worried that you would be uh, reading or watching Retinal Circus and take the entire show that it is the production that it is because mm-hmm. it's and a so, it's a DVD concert like it's yes. a, it's a whole it was built, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it is a production like it's a play yeah like that's, that's what, up, yeah they, play. he only did it one time yeah. like that's right that, yeah. and so Vargas was a little bit worried that it would outweigh like if if you weighed in the whole production mm-hmm. and then took it against a single CD that you only hear <laughs> right. like 
obviously those are like apples and oranges. Oh, like to- you said. To- yeah, totally but, different. Yeah. And I, I comforted him. Uh, I hugged him. I embraced him <laughs> deeply. Yes. And I, your hair smelled great that day, by the way. You guys uh, got to tell me when you're hanging out more. <laughs> hey, that's my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you, by the way. Quoting. <laughs> Quoting us, uh, but I was like, "It's Brendan. Like he understands that it's music against music sure. and story yeah. against story. Oh, yeah. like, he yep. didn't. Yeah. But anyway, so now is your time yeah. to shine, please. Oh, great! I'm so fucking stoked. <laughs> yeah. staring. Let's at me. hear it. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about Devin Townsend. Let's talk about Retinal Circus first. Yeah, let's do. <clears throat> um, it very much. It's basically Devin Townsend's greatest hits. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's and For it's sure. oh, the overall piece is very very good. When it first started, I was like, I am not on board for this. <laughs> like, because it starts with it starts with Steve Vai like talking and yeah. then like there's like the little story thing and I'm like, Oh cool, Steve Vai, like this is the only time we're gonna see him. No, no. he's the narrator. <laughs> he talks very many times. And so that that was kinda I was kinda thrown off when he showed up again. But then like, you know, they break into the first couple songs and the first song is like this big, like opening, like bombastic, like Yes, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Then he goes into Lucky Animals, and I went, nope. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a super... Uh, it, it, it very quickly reminded cut. me of the things that I... <laughs> <laughs> For no Bella is no. really... Bella does not like Retinal Circus. Bella, I hate it. It very much reminded me of the things that I really like and love about Devin Townsend and things yeah. that I just don't care for about Devin Townsend. Because, like, going through it, like, as it, like... In 20, 30 minutes into it, I was like, okay, now now I'm like more on board with it as he starts to dive into more stuff that I'm like, okay, yeah, it's not as like weird as I was expecting it to be, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even then, like, I love weird stuff, but I, I know Devin Townsend has this next level weird stuff. That's well, because it's goofy weird. It's the Devin Townsend. It is. It's, it's a project, right? That's yes. like super like spacey and, and real progressive or is that? Yes. Yeah. Project sort of, yeah, is really yeah, basically, basically, and like the whole thing, like at first when it first started, I was like, "This is going to be very cheesy." Yeah, and it's going to be it's in the mind of Devin Townsend, and he's been all over the place. He's like this Ziltoid, great, right? <laughs> and that's what I told Brian. Like whenever they started playing Ziltoid stuff, I was like, "I totally forgot that Devin Townsend like created Ziltoid." Yep. But like it, it's so cool because as it was going on, and then I think you had mentioned he plays strapping young lad, you know, lad stuff, mm-hmm. but it cracked me up whenever you know he goes into detox and he's like, "All right, let's play this shit," because you could tell like the disdain in his yeah. voice like he wants nothing to do with strapping and lag yeah. and so that made me like go in and like look up like interviews about why he left like why he quitted it why Jesus. he stopped it why he quit it and everything like that quit it dude i haven't eaten anything I'm, I'm all about though. it but no like, and he talks about you know like strapping and lad was one part of his life this very negative aggressive yeah. part of his life and he's done with it he's moved past yeah, he's yeah. like he, and he's like now like i started devin townsend project to be positive and like that's what like i watched it once and watched it again like w- like looking at the lyrics and stuff mm-hmm. and how he like i love the juxtaposition of detox which is like just he brings jet out and it's just brutal and then he like follows it up with bennett like becker which is one of yeah. my favorite yeah. songs by devin townsend project and it, it's just like this huge like positive like just so much fun song and I, I thought like i said the first like 20 30 minutes was rough for me to get through yeah but then after that it just started clicking and i was like I, i'm on board i love where this is going i love that it's devin townsend like showing off like i'm devin town like i i've done yeah. so much like for the metal world for the rock world that Let's do this thing. Yeah. That's been the thing he talks about. Thank you so, so much for being here. He's such a genuine person. Oh, yeah. I, I love Devin Townsend. Um, so, yeah. So, I thought the overall... I thought Retinal Circus was phenomenal. Even if you're not, like, a metal fan, like, it's so much fun. There's like, so much music in there that's not metal. Oh, like, yeah. Unquote, like, most so. of... I, I would argue that most of... 
<clears throat> excuse me, that the Devin Townsend project is more like progressive, like rock mm-hmm. and like some metal stuff, like sure. But then like Ziltoid, especially because I remember when the first time I listened to Ziltoid, I was like, oh, this is so much fun. It brings out like that guy, uh, what's his name, like Dom Lawson or something like that to yeah. do the vocals yeah. on that one song, which was like so heavy and so much uh, fun. For, was it Planet Smasher? I think so. I can't. I, he I, I, plays the guy who plays the Planet oh, Smasher. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I looked at. I was yeah. like looking up as I was going. But for, uh, yeah, Ziltoid is a character that Devin Townsend made up who's a, like a puppet. Yeah. yeah. He's, He's just alien. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the craziest shit. It's Go check so, it out. It's so Ziltoid, much fun though. But, but that's what I mean like. For the viewers listening to this, listen to songs like the viewers. Be- well, they could. I guess they could watch their listen, phone and. Stare I, at I'm going to have many fuck ups during I, this whole thing. Well, so. I'm embracing it. It's amazing. <clears throat> Great. I just hope. But no, listen to songs like "Bend It Like Becker." You know, songs like that that are just so like huge. You know that, and that's why I love Devin Townsend. Like he's so riffy and so like he has this riff that gets stuck in your head, and you just know exactly where he's going with it, and it's so much fun because. And then there was like this whole thing with like uh, I was reading as I was reading more stuff about Devin Townsend, like Fear Factory put out a song like not too long ago, and people were like tweeting Devin Townsend like, "Hey, that sounds like a strapping lad song, like the riff does." And he was like, "I stole that and song De- too." And De- yeah, Devin Townsend was like, <laughs> "Devin Townsend was like, listen, he's like, music is made up of like your influences and all this stuff." Yeah. He's like, "If it sounds like that, like that, like who cares?" Then like he straight up says like, "Yeah, the chorus of this song, like I straight up stole." From yeah, because it's like love, their biggest yeah. song. He's yeah. like, I, "I stole the chorus." Like, yeah. exactly. It, it, it's awesome. It it was it. Was so much fun so and I, how did you like that acoustic version of hyperdrive oh my gosh that hit me like right in the yes face. like like the the highs and lows of that thing going up and down like the overall story i was kind of like oh it's just there to fill in yeah. for like the greatest hit stuff and that i was like i can take it or leave it oh, man you don't get he doesn't share a lot of whenever like something hits him emotionally. oh yeah so i want to dude <clears throat> that's have you, awesome have you seen it oh thank you no i i told him i haven't seen the whole thing together yeah, just, as yeah, one yeah piece. parts of it yeah uh but i've seen a lot of performance footage i'm but i'm just saying that if it hit you vargas oh yeah then it probably fucking hits oh yeah I, it's I, awesome I, it's so much fun yeah yeah but yeah so that there's that uh that was i'm glad you enjoyed it i yeah man i appreciate it now he's gonna yeah opeth that was okay. Uh, yes. anyway, so let's, no. let's let's dive into Ghost Reverie. <laughs> yeah, let's because he's told me nothing, and I'm God, I wanted to know the whole time. I remember last time you told me, and even like you try to clarify afterwards about the whole. I it's, did. it's like I talked to him. More. Like imagine like my, like he's like I don't feel like I clarified that enough. So so here's, tell, a, here's so, an essay. T- say again, like because, what? Re- yeah, because last time yeah, there was uh, yeah. Whatever. There was whiskey involved. Like it was too much. We worked out at Valley Forge, by the way. Yeah, that's yep. That's the gym, Valley Forge. I, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, I know. Thank but, you. So what I tried to explain to you is that if Michael Keane did, yes, if he succeeded in doing what he wanted to yep. do on mm-hmm. each album, it would be Opeth and. Sorry, Michael. Uh, Opeth beat you to it in '98. Yeah, and they have a band. Yeah, because Ghost Reveries came out in what 2005, I think it was 2006. 2006. Yeah, no, and, 2005. In the listen, I've done a lot. Those. I've done a lot of research, so yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's 2005. Yeah, that's fine. It it's no big right. deal. I loved it. Yes. So, yes. um, yeah. Because I told you, I just uh, knew you would love it. Yeah, because I, yeah, we talked about this. I've been trying to get you to listen to them as a, and, band and that's what forever. like I've listened to some Opeth songs, and they've been. It's been like it's one of those things. Okay. that's like, yeah, it's but been if good. You don't but, like, listen to them as a as an album most of the time. Yeah, it, it's lost. Because that's what, I, and I skipped the last song, but I, I love which how we which you, you, yeah. you told me it was okay to do, but no, like listening through it and following along with the lyrics and things like that. It's just so one intricate. Mm. To the highs and lows and where they go. And sometimes I was kind of worried at first because a couple of the first like two or three songs, 
they they start to transition into like these other styles, like you know, like pretty good. But then I was like, are they transitioning to like be just superfluous? You know what I mean? Like just like one of those things that are they just oh. transitioning through just to show like. Hey, we can play we music can really, play. really, really I, well. I think that's yeah. what people don't get about Opeth. And, and that's what that's what the more I listened to it, the more I was like, oh no, they're they're doing this for a reason. They're they're showing like as he's going through his lyrics, as you follow through the story of the guy who killed his mother, then summons the devil to bring his mother back, which the Grand Conjuration is this so creepy, <laughs> oh, like that song because you had told me so much about how that song you love that song. like Opeth, like in the in the whole grand scheme of Opeth, like that's one of like Opeth's fans' like favorite songs. And listening to it, it wasn't quite what I expected, like listening to the whole album, because it's a pretty big tone shift to like this creepy, just like unsettling like music, like him bringing it all back to like, now he's summoned the devil. What's next? And it's it's so much fun. Like, well, that's, I think I, uh, if you remember, I told you like some people think that this story is told in like reverse or like sure, out of yeah. order because mm-hmm. of that like like yeah. shit. So, but I know I, I loved it. I, I I saw what you were saying about the whole Michael Keen and Faceless thing and how like I was reading this interview with the vocalist of Opeth. I can't Michael something or Michael another Ockerfelt. Yeah, you know, something like that. But he talked about I, I can't umlauts. I don't umlauts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know how you pronounce an umlaut. But he was talking about how he was really worried in the course of the Opeth pantheon of being Opeth that he couldn't do deep growls and like sing at the same time because he was afraid I'm being a pussy. Like I just – he's like I can sing so well then I can get the growls blah, blah, blah. blah. But then in this like album, like man, it's so effective. Everything they do is just so, so effective and it's it's awesome, you know. And I think in the grand scheme of things going back to – "Quote unquote," who won last week? Because both both things are really great. Opeth is definitely something that I I will like revisit more so than the Retinal Circus. One because sure. one because Retinal Circus is like oh, almost sure. you don't need three to revisit Retinal long. Circus because it's right it's three hours long <laughs> it's and play. it's a career record retrospective exactly like. <laughs> and it's one of those things that like as he was playing songs it's like oh yeah let me go back and listen to that one and like things yeah. like that like I got obsessed with Bennett like Becker for too long like back yeah. when, it, when that movie that song came out I was like this song is so much fun and then at, like that live version of that song is just Annika is just phenomenal like yeah. oh my gosh she brings so much to that. That pro that band, you know, you what listen I mean? to her solo stuff. I've never listened. It's to her. crazy. Like it's it's super weird, but it's be, like her vocals carry that band. And yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, yeah, and that's what she brings a whole nother level to what they do, and it's it's awesome. So it's going a, back it's to our tagline, and someone wins. No, I already won this. Argument. Do you? <laughs> do you flip flop? Well, technically, no, no. We haven't had that yet. Let's back I'm up. just curious. Back I did. I flip flopped. Oh, well, you, no, you, 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 you tied. You, you, I tied it. Yeah, you I tied guess it. You, you flipped. You didn't flip flop. You just flipped. I just flipped. <laughs> I, I would say, in the grand scheme of things, that I would lean more towards Opeth. But I mean, both were just they were so apples and oranges, so yeah, different. Exactly. Like but at the same about. time, I mean, it, it was it's what I'm looking for, and. I mean, if you want to assign something to, like, I'm going to listen to Opeth more and, like, Ghost Reveries more, et cetera, et cetera, then I guess Brian won. Hell yeah. But look how unenthused I am because they're both I know, yeah, we're not, so great. We're not fighting <laughs> about not, this. Yeah. That's how... I think we're growing as a, I, as a people and we? as a podcast. You think so? I think so. I think okay, let's get more... Let's get, world better, let's get really. more Go Fuck Yourselves into this. You want to do that? Yeah. I would love to because... I, what are you guys <laughs> oh, throwing at okay. me? No, so that's what... It, going into the night... Especially last time, whenever like Jesus, Vargas and I talked Vargas, about this, Brennan is just flipping Vargas off the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like just fuck you. <laughs> no, uh, one, 
watch all these movies because they're incredible. Yeah, dude, all five. So let's let's back up. Let's, so back up. To. Yep. Let's talk about what you wanted. Uh, I wanted. I I gave a list of movies. I five movies. Five movies. Uh, they're all like sci-fi or loosely sci-fi based. Mm-hmm. I don't have. They're all genius level. The list in front of me. Go ahead. I, I can re- recite them off to you if you want me to. Okay. Inception. Yep. Interstellar. Yep. Snowpiercer. Yeah. Arrival. Yeah. And Ex Machina. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm hoping neither of you picked. After I looked no. at this list, I hope neither of you picked Inception because I need to watch it. But I don't. I know it's like a. Fucking fucking voyage, and I don't want to buckle up well, for that right now. We're gonna be no, very short podcast. So, if, if look, <laughs> no, if, if you're picking, <laughs> if, if you're picking up. between the two Christopher Nolan movies on the list, pick Inception, not yeah. Interstellar. In- Inception is okay. a better movie to sit down and watch. Interstellar, because I saw, I love, I love both those movies. Yeah, but Interstellar is just so much of a like. High concept sci-fi movie. Oh, d- yeah, right. The weird, yeah. the, the weirdness at the end of the movie. They go a whole hog like sci-fi, and it's it, it shook a lot of people. I remember whenever I saw it with a couple friends in theaters, the, my friends were like, "I don't know what happened in the last 30, 40 minutes." And I went because it's very like two thousand one, a space odyssey, like ish. You know what I mean? What, this movie changed the way we perceive. Theoretical physics. What movie? They, Interstellar. They, oh, inter, gotcha. inter, Literally. Interstellar. Literally. Interstellar. Interstellar. They partnered with like uh, Kip. Uh, he's a, Kip. He's oh, <laughs> he's a well-known physicist that like he he talks about the bending of space. How yeah. like space yeah. is not flat. Like space right. is like we right. talked about the giant yeah, yeah. donut hole theory because I love space and the universe. We could and so have a whole separate podcast in Interstellar. Science. I I remember I saw an IMAX and one I, the IMAX I was that was like falling apart. Like there's scenes in that movie like when they're going through like the wormhole that like like the whole like theater was shaking Spread in IMAX and we were like oh my god this is insanity. <laughs> But no, like you get to see the enormity of space in the universe, and it's like this huge, like curve, like in and on itself, like fisheye almost, and it's it's yeah. just like it blew my mind. Real quick, can it we, still blows my mind. Can we? Uh, and this is real world shit that I want to dive into. Just like real quick, Do you guys remember that cigar shaped asteroid that was tumbling in our the Black Knight. Is that what they called That's it? That's what it's called. Oh yeah, the Do thing we that we found. It's it's been orbiting the Earth since at least the sixties or seventies. Yeah, it's orbiting. No, it's is that orbiting. what you're talking about? Or you're just talking about asteroids heading toward the Earth? No, no, no. I was talking about the one that was tumbling. Yeah, he's oh. talking about something. He's talking oh, about yeah, Black Knight. I don't know Knight. what the fuck you're talking about. Black Knight's a whole thing. Marcus reads a lot about aliens. Do you remember the, 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 it was like a cigar shaped asteroid, something okay. we had never seen. The makeup of it, like the things it was made out of, yeah. we shot lasers at and things. Nothing in our solar system. Like it came from another solar system, okay? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was tumbling. Yeah. And and all Ooh, scientists... And then it suddenly like... Well, no, no. Hold on. Oh, okay. All, yeah. <laughs> let me... All the scientists were like, the only time that we've seen things tumble mm. is when it was being uh, propulsed. Is that a word? Oh yeah, when it had propelled. propulsion mm-hmm. propelled, yeah. and then it stopped. Like one yeah. thing stopped, sure, yeah. and that started tumbling yeah. it. Because things in space move in a straight line. Like there's no right. nothing, there's no nothing air resistance. Stop it, right. right. So that, but it was tumbling with for no reason, and and a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's an alien probe." Like it 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 shorted yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Like it stopped. Mm-hmm. Do we know? Does anyone know what happened? I, have that never, shit? I, I didn't know heard, what it was. So. I haven't heard anything else yeah, about it. it was the, I remember hearing about yeah. when initially we initially saw it. But I, I need to else. Google that. All right. Well, let's. I love stuff. Like, I love stuff like that. I do. Again, we could have a whole separate. Space. Yeah, let's, let's have two podcasts. Let's start <laughs> the two weirdness podcasts. of space. Yeah. God damn. All right. Who's going first? You want me to go first? Yeah, oh, I do. I'll go to hell. Okay. 
Well, sure. actually, I want you to go first, but I want to read the first two items on my list. Go ahead. First. That doesn't That's make fine. sense. I know. So I want I want Brendan to go first, but I, I want to go I first. I want to go first, but he's going to go first. All right. The first two items on my list. Number Can, number one. Okay. It's not fair to make us pick between these movies. Uh, <laughs> number uh, number seconded, two. Seconded. Second, yeah, okay. Number two. Seriously, what list exists where two Christopher Nolan movies aren't even in the running for number one? Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ooh. That's telling. Um, what do you think? Sorry, I just drank second beer, option number two, and... There's a reason why it's called option number two. It's powerful. <clears throat> it's powerful. Really? It's an elixir. Listen, after drinking that other one and going to this one, it tastes like... I thought it was smoother than the other one. Like, I thought you guys would actually like it. you drink all the, other, the first one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I had three, bef- like the other... Like, I'll have to drink. I'm, I'm drinking more of it. We'll be okay. I was wrong. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were wrong. Anyway, <laughs> no, that's what I wanted to talk to Vargas about this and do like a little thing about like... Just one, watch all these movies. Yeah, two, I, all don't make list. us fucking okay. pick these movies. Right, I mean, like, fuck you, first like of all. after after la- the last podcast, like I said, like we we went forward and we're like, which ones are we gonna do? <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, right, who, are, no, Brendan, go first. Okay, so, go so first. I'll go first. Uh, I picked uh, Arrival. Okay, a movie uh, with um, Amy, Amy Adams, Adams. and uh, Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye. Who who knows what happened to Hawkeye in the Avengers movies? He becomes Ronan. Go ahead. <laughs> The fuck? That's a whole separate. Go ahead. Yeah, a, let's, let's back up. Let's back up. So, uh, Arrival is a uh, movie made by. Well, it's written by. I can't remember who it was written by, but uh, it's made by. The director is Denis Villeneuve. I think I said that right. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, he, he's French. a French French, French director who, before this, had made a couple movies: Prisoners, uh, Sicario, which is a fantastic movie, and then he made Blood Blood, Blood Runner. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, he directed motherfucking Blade Runner after this movie. And one, all those movies are really good. Prisoners is a very brutal, great movie. Sicario is blew me the fuck away. That movie is awesome. And 2049. And 2049 is hands It's probably one of my favorite movies of last year. To interject. Best sequel ever. Correct. I'm I would agree with that. I would interject just real quick. You guys both wanted this movie. Right. Yeah, this was the one we were both like, okay, who's doing it right? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we straight up said who's so this doing is, this movie. This yeah. is the number one. And, sure. and again, this is a lot like last podcast. Whichever one you pick, awesome. Right. Like, right. Go for it. But but Arrival, I feel like, is way more up your alley because it, it's a movie. It, I, and I watched it. It's, it's on Amazon Prime. So that's, that's, a, that's a positive. It's also on Hulu. If. And Hulu, yeah. So it, it's, it's available for streaming, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but one, the shots in it, the the composition, the cinematography is so good. Yeah. Like the opening minutes, whenever like um, it, it opens with Amy Adams kind of does this like overview and it kind of flashbacks to her life and her daughter who she has. And it's beautiful, awesome thing that her daughter passes away from this illness as a teenager. And she talks about how, you know, we view life and we view time as like beginning to end. And she's like, but that's just it sucks right so then it, it it opens with let me give you like a brief like rundown of the plot without giving away spoilers because any anything past like you can give away spoilers no 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 no, no, no because okay. this movie is like yeah. anything i talk about Your eyes I, I, are so no. i have to i have to be like you know me i'm i drink and i talk so i have to be very careful with what i say about this movie yeah all right so well, all right so we'll just for so again, so, if you so a, very, rival, a very no, for you, well, for I, you for I don't. I'm not going to spoil it. Look, put your hand down. All right, just listen. So <laughs> it's a very simple. It's a very straightforward and I quote unquote tropey movie at first. Like okay. it, it opens like sci- think of like sci-fi tropes and like aliens come down to visit us and what happens. 
Uh, Amy Adams plays, plays a linguist uh, who is contacted by the military to say, hey, these 12 alien ships, which one, the production design of that is amazing. They're these weird, like, flat egg type things that are just floating above the the countryside in, like, 12 different spots in the country around the world, excuse me. Uh, so that the military comes to her and says, hey, these things are trying to talk to us, and we have no idea what's happening. You're a linguist. We've worked with you before. Come and help us. And through a series of events, she eventually joins them. And the scene where they enter the alien ship is, like, cinematography-wise, is mind-blowing. It's so much fun. And and through the through the events of the movie, she she learn, she speaks with the aliens, et cetera, et cetera, and learns that they're here to teach us something, to, like, give us something. But, you know, it shows juxtapositions of Russia and China immediately getting, like, hostile and things like that. Like, we don't know what these things are. We have no idea what they're here for. Please help us figure it out. And uh, you know, I, I, it, it's one of those things that there's so much going on with this movie that it's insanely hard to talk about. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, like... You, you re- without giving away spoilers, you can really only talk about the first 30 or 45 correct. minutes. Correct. Like, because once it, mean, once it dies into, like, her interacting with the aliens and like figuring out their language. It's just like, like one little thing, whenever she first starts talking to them, she quickly realizes that uh, she can't speak with them. Like there's no way. So she starts writing to them and they start writing back. And she realizes that, Oh, their language isn't like, hi, bye. It's this long circle of, uh, I can't think of the word, but it's like the snake eating itself. Like, or, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that. It's Thanks, like Gojira. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's this intricate, like every little thing in this circle that they write is something that they're trying to relay. And it's this endless like it's, loop of it's kinda like, like, like how Eskimos have whatever 50 words for snow. Yeah, for snow. It, it's kind of like it's that. It's like the circle is like, yeah. it's not just high, it's high with a context. Yeah. Everything has a context of what they're trying to say. And so it's them like trying to figure out what's the context? Like what, what is going on? And it goes, there's highs and lows. There's highs of like, Oh, we're starting to communicate this thing. And lows of like, they're saying like war and these other contexts, like what's going on. And it's awesome. Dude. And then like, again, the production design of the ship is amazing. Like that whole scene leading up to it yeah. where they're putting on their suits and like going to it is so intense. And then whenever you actually see the aliens, like throughout the whole movie, like they, it's not one of those things that like, it doesn't leave a whole lot to the imagination. Like it's, it's there in front of you. Uh, the alien design is this intense, like upright octopus type thing. You can see the aliens. Oh yeah, oh, it's God like damn. it's awesome. Like, they avoided that in the trailers, which I appreciate. Yeah. But oh. they avoid a lot in the trailers. Like I, I rewatched the trailer, then watched the movie, and it was like, oh my gosh. But Amy Adams in this movie is like I love Amy Adams, and Amy Adams is a phenomenal actress who can showed this full range of emotion in one scene, like through her face so well. And she's the emotional core of this movie and carries it through to the very end where you realize that all these things you've been seeing is like, don't worry, I'll cut them off. If it gets too close. It's like, <laughs> is this whole, like it tips over and it's like, yeah, <laughs> like I was in theaters and I don't know if I was having a bad day or what, but I bawled my eyes. I watched this movie. I cried too. Like this. What? Yeah, dude. Like this movie is like, you go from it. I, you think you're going to see an alien movie and you're not. That's a good way. That's a, that's a phenomenal way of putting it. It's not about the aliens. Unless it's, why didn't you both just argue this movie? We probably could have got away with that. It's our podcast. Fuck it. Who gives a fuck about the rules? 
Holy shit. No, I, I, like, I, you might have just sold dude, me Dude, I'm him. not kidding. Like, dude, yeah, it's... it's don't tell Kara because I saw it with her, but yeah. That's like a, she, that's yeah. that's such a good way to put don't it. Don't give me popcorn. I'm not crying. Because like, like all, good, all good sci-fi, like sure, there's aliens and monsters and sci-fi tropes yeah, and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. but it's about the humanity. It's about right. like how we respond to these things. It's and, about the idea that and, the aliens represent. Oh my gosh. All right, all right stop. <laughs> it's Vargas' turn. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We Yep. 36. <laughs> but we had the false start. Anyway, oh yeah, it's we a can, soft we, thirty. Minutes. <laughs> let's let's put that out there for our listeners. If you're listening, you already know that right. this half an hour podcast is a soft half hour. And Vargas's pick is another movie that I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you. I that. saw him before the podcast. Put it up on Amazon. So orig- originally, I was going to pick Snowpiercer because I thought it would play to you, Brian Lay, yeah. better. Mm-hmm. I I switched. I changed. Okay. Um, I Did he tell you he changed? Because he didn't tell me when he Well, because we talked about it, and he yeah. was back and forth between Snowpiercer and his other movie. That's and then I picked, I picked Ex Machina. Okay. Which, uh, great movie. <laughs> However, uh, Snowpiercer, that's not on Netflix anymore? It's I, not on Netflix. I couldn't find it which, on Hulu. Which well, we, sucks. Can, we can stop right now. It, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a hard, it's a hard movie to find. But uh, Yeah, I don't think Arrival's on Netflix either. It's on it's Amazon on Prime and Hulu. And I know. I said I don't think it's on Netflix. So I'm still right. You said it. I know. I said I don't think it's on Netflix. Yes, we agree. I know. But it's on. Okay. But he looked at me like I'm an asshole. Well, 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 I'm an asshole. When the shoe fits. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ass. So I I picked Ex Machina. Um, here's the summary I wrote because I really <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. <laughs> Poe Dameron invites General Hux <laughs> to visit with Laura Croft and figure out if she's the best robot ever or actual human level AI. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like that's the movie. <laughs> God damn it. That so, is... Well, now it's over the air again. <laughs> I don't know. So Oscar Isaac and who plays Poe Dameron is Dom, right. Who Dom plays Hall Poe Gleason. Dameron? You're gonna have to say yeah. All the and Domin Hall Gleason, Dom, right? Yeah, Domin Gleason is General Hux from Star Wars, and then uh, Alicia Vikander. Is that his That name? sounds right. Yeah. She she plays uh, Ava, the the robot in the movie, and. Much like how Arrival is not about the aliens, Ex Machina is not about the robot. Okay? Ex- I'm going to interject and say it's a really good movie, too. It's, <laughs> like, man. It's, it's a movie that, I guess, fast forward to my reaction to the ending of the movie. I saw it with my brother. We both walked out and we were like, I want to watch that movie again right now. Oh, yeah. that It's a movie that... I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. I had, cover, I had to cover my mouth. It's because it, it's one of those things that the first time you watch it, it in much like a rival, like the yeah. same type of like thing. It's it, you, you're along this linear ish path of this movie, and then suddenly at, at the ending happens, and you're like, oh my gosh, like all these <laughs> other things happened? have fallen into place that I have to like see it again. Right. So, no. so the premise of the movie is Oscar Isaac's character invites. General he's Huck. like this super techie, like Google. Like yeah, imagine, like the head of Google. Yeah, like that's who he's, he is. He is you can't keep he, referring to them as their character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he's like an Elon Musk, Oscar right? Isaac's character. Yeah, Oscar Ooh, Isaac okay. is like an Elon Musk, right. and he invites what's Dom, Dom Hall Gleason. Dom Hall Gleason to his like it's like a secluded, property yeah, cabin thing. Compound, yeah, he, he owns the state of Alaska or whatever, mm-hmm. and he invites him to this place. Um, under the guise of him winning this company lottery. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, come meet me. We'll hang out for a week or whatever it is. But the, in actuality, he wants him to come and test this 
AI in a robot. Basically do a Turing test. And basically do yeah. uh, do the the ultimate Turing test. Oh, shit. The ultimate Turing yeah. test. For mm-hmm. those who don't know, what is the Turing test? Tur- Turing test is, is when a machine interacts with a human, and if a human can determine that it's a machine, it fails. Yep. If a human cannot determine yep. that it's a machine... <laughs> The dog just like so ran its head, hits head on the table. table. <laughs> right when a fucking sound barrier thing fell. But no, and, and like the Turing test is a thing they do every year. Right. Like they, they I mean, pit like just people and like people who make these AIs yeah. to to like quote unquote combat each other. And like they talk through a computer like they type yeah. you to each other. Yeah. And, it's and basically like, like, yeah. like if you got on AIM or Facebook Messenger and you were talking to a computer. Correct. Yeah. Could, could you determine if it's yeah. a computer? That's the real Turing test. However, yeah. in this movie. Well – you're right. This is the ultimate Turing test. Yeah, it, the guy knows it's a robot. Like he, 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 he sure knows. tells him. Like like the well, o- yeah. And there's no there's no. It's not. He's not talking to a computer. He's talking to a robot. He knows it's a robot. Yeah. It looks like a and robot. One, the design of Ava is phenomenal. Like yeah. they made this Eric. That's the robot, right? Yes, correct. that's the robot. Sorry, it's that's Tomb Raider. Lara Lar- 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 Croft. Uh, no, uh, oh, okay. like I like speaking for Vargas for a second or two because that's what we do in this podcast right. now. Uh, <laughs> Eric Garland, he he made this movie. Alex, he, Alex Garland. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, Alex Garland. He made this. They made Annihilation, which yeah, Jesus. Um, see Annihilation too. <laughs> you should see Annihilation. I've heard it's yeah. really good. I think we talked about it a podcast or two ago. Yeah. But anyway, but no, he, he made this movie for like super low budget, mm-hmm. and for what he did, like the whole time Ava, like the first time you, a couple of times you see her, it's like weird. Then whenever it like full on becomes like the test, holy shit! Well, I so. Speaking on the technology side, yeah. I read that they recorded scenes with her and without her mm. so that they could get the backgrounds right and then yeah. kind of juxtapose her That's into awesome. it. Anyway. Yes. The, t- <laughs> the, the, t- the actual real-world tech of this movie is, it's is so cool. Is phenomenal. Yeah. But, okay, so he invites him to do this Turing test, and the cool part about this movie is the 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 interactions between the two humans, Oscar Isaac and... Mm, uh, Dom Hall Gleason. Dom Hall Gleason. I tell you again. I know. I can't. (laughs) Dom Hall Gleason. The interaction between two humans is super hostile. Yeah, it's like you go. You go in. So weird. And it looks like Oscar Isaac's character is the bad guy. You don't. You don't. Yeah. You don't like him. He's kind of a dickhead. Yeah. 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 And the interactions between the robot and Dom Hall Gleason are very flirtatious. Very, Mm. very genuine. Because it's Alicia Vikander. She's yeah. Super attractive, correct? And like, yeah. but but Tomb Raider, but Tomb Raider, but great. superhuman as well. I mean, Swear. but but it, it's one of those things. It's very obvious that she's an because he trip tells him like whenever he comes in, he yeah. like says like, yeah, I, I kind of pulled the ro- the rug out of from under you, but this is what you're here for, and this yeah. is what I'm designing, is what I'm creating by myself. And then it starts, and he straight up says like, just go in and talk to her. And there's there's a scene towards the beginning of the movie where the Dom Hall Gleason's character asks, why did you give her? Sexuality, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. She's, she's she's a robot. She's an AI. Why did yeah. you why, why did you why give her sex? It? And he said, "Well, because that's to pass the Turing test." Yeah, and, right. and that's what that's what things come to light like towards yeah. the end of the movie. Like you realize, oh, that's why he did. Right. You know, there are things like that. Sure. I yeah. mean, there's yeah, yeah. yeah. But and anyway, <laughs> and it's well, and it's it's beyond like the guy wants to bang a robot. I mean, that's oh, yeah. part it's of it. So far above that, like but it's, that's mm-hmm. and, again the and the ending of the we movie might. There might be a knock at the door in a second. That's fine. Because you order a pizza? No. I I told Carolyn that 
She's gonna be here at six. It's yeah, fine. I, I told her five thirty. Like, like, fine. Anyway, come on. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Anyway, to wrap up my argument, the ending of the movie hits you in the face like a sledgehammer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things that it's not like like a rival's ending is very emotional, like very like. Oh my god, my heart's ripped out of it. But like Ex Machina is more of those like holy shit. Yeah. Like I have to all like, the all yeah. the the tension this movie builds Gosh, up to the twist all, like twist and turns, etc. Et it. Yeah. It, it all pays off. Yeah. And so, it's so it's fuck. Watch these movies, Brian. <laughs> so who okay. wins? That's, right. that's what right. that's what you're missing out on by not watching <laughs> movies. Yeah, Here's the thing. Dick. And I'm gonna preface this with saying that I want to watch both of these movies. You should with watch all the arguers. Oh, oh shit! I, Is that cool? Yeah, I own them. So yeah, that that. I don't like you, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are, all right, well, guy. That's fine. That's fine. No, that's fine. I'll, that's uh, yeah. I, I 100% agree with you because we watched Thor Ragnarok <gasps> this week. We did. That finally, was great, by that's good way. shit. God, that's a good movie. Okay, so here's the uh, full disclosure. I actually, I think Arrival was on higher on my list anyway, and nothing good. about Ex Machina <laughs> swayed it. So I'm going to go that's with fine. Arrival. That's fine, and that's. Great. Like, right. I'm stoked that I won. I'm going to watch both. But I'm stoked that... That's, like, my, that's my first L. I'm just going to throw that out there. Man, and that's my first W. Oh! <laughs> Dude, yes! So, All right. But no, All right. that's awesome. I'm stoked for you, man. It's... It, man, we're going to hold each other when we watch this movie. Mm. I'm stoked. Yeah. You're up. Okay. So, for next time, right... I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> oh, Brian's going to pee. That's fine. I'll talk, uh, we, I'll we, talk we, at we Brendan. Can, we can do this together. For for next time, I'm, I'm going with another movie, and that might be kind of lame. Oh, really? But for next time... No, I'm, I'm in soaked, yeah. I want you guys to give me a rom-com. A rom-com? A rom-com. Brian, he said a rom-com! <laughs> I gonna, hope that comes through. That's going to be awesome, because I already in my mind have the best, like... Well, you can't pick Shaun of the Dead. I've no, no, it. shut up. I'm not going to do that, okay? No, I already... I, I, I got it. I got it. Okay. I know exactly what I'm going to do. But I... Don't pick anything lame. Don't pick Valentine's... I was just about to say, don't pick Valentine's Day. No, don't I'm pick, pick fucking I'm New Year's I'm going to pick a movie movie yeah. that you're going to love. Pick a good movie. One that I love, because... I'm not a big rom-com guy anyway. Like, there's a couple of them that are that actually are good. Shaun of the Dead. Correct. Shaun <laughs> of the Dead. But then there are other ones that hit me out of left field that I went, I did not expect that in this movie. Okay. So, I got you. All right. Brian, do you have him? Crickets, 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 crickets. <laughs> Brian's in the bathroom. Great. Okay. Because he left during our podcast. Because yep. we're professionals. Yep. Super pro. Anyway, uh... Vargas, where can you find us for whatever? Um, you can send us fan mail if you guys want to give us suggestions. If you think that Brendan and I picked the wrong movies, even though we didn't, um, correct, you can email correct. us at two the numeral two beers deep fans at gmail dot com. Two beers deep fans at gmail dot com, or tweet at us at tweet at us at two beers deep guys. Numeral Sorry. two beers deep guys. Give it to me one time because Brian was yelling from the bathroom, made me laugh. <laughs> two beers deep fans at Gmail or two beers deep guys on Twitter. And again, the numeral two. So numeral yeah, two. just again, if you want to offer up suggestions, if you want to just offer up comments, questions, concerns, yeah. or just say, no, I think you should have picked this or you should have done that, just just holler at us because you guys listen to this. You guys are what make us keep going. Yeah. So and shout out. Try try and dethrone Dalton as our number yeah, one Dalton fan. Is the moon <laughs> number one fan? <laughs> Is Dalton, so somebody beat him. But all right, I think we're about wrapped up. That's it. I've been Vargas, and that's Brian, and he's in the bathroom. And I'm Brendan, so thank you guys so much for listening. Tell a friend. We'll see you next time.